even tune into Nazos worth mentioning a podcast about nothing that talks about everything. My name is Nick. I'm here with my brother from another mother, Juan. Yo. And my actual brother, Mikey. Good morning. And we just flipped that up, yo. <laughs> so let's get into it. <laughs> you a mess. I keep thinking back to that book that we was, that you was reading and I'm listening to before. That 21 day mark is when you make that neuro- neurological um, change or, or. Yeah, that's when it starts to make those new pathways. And what happens? Yeah. Well, no, that's when you begin to form the habit. And then you have to continue it for another cycle and you start another using 21. those pathways. Yeah. Yeah, I've been reading a really good book about fasting, man. So if you want to write it down, Juan. Yeah, I think you would really enjoy it because it's kind of cool. Uh, so the title is, is God's Chosen Fast, A Spiritual and Practical Guide to Fasting. Author Wallace is the uh, is the uh, guy who wrote it. And it goes into mostly the biblical side of fasting. Uh, W-A-L-L-I-S. Yeah, so it goes into mostly a lot of the biblical aspect of it, where the idea of fasting derives from the spiritual powers that are in fasting and then it kind of where i'm at now is towards the end of the book this is probably the fastest i've ever read a book i'll be done with this book in about a week from when i got it but towards the end of the book then it starts going into the like physical aspect of fasting i forgot where i was going with that thought about the fasting um but yeah it was it goes into the fasting and how like at certain stages how your body starts i mean you know, we knew about the, the what they call autophagy, where your body starts to get rid of the old cells and things of that nature. And then just, you know, how it makes reference to, which is actually today's reading at church, the Matthew 4, 1 to 11, how when Jesus was fasting, he was tempted by the devil. It goes into all that stuff and the, and the power derived from it and how when you start doing these things, you know, and you're getting more in touch with your, your spiritual side and, and getting that connection. You know, that's when the attacks come, you know, that's where I was getting at with the, you know, when you were saying about these crazy dreams and everything, it's just that, that spiritual warfare, when the evil one sees you on, on your path and, and you're getting closer to where you're supposed to be, where, you know, we're meant to be, where we were created to become, as we get closer to that, the attacks start coming more and more. And the idea behind them is, is not really necessarily to defeat us, so to speak, just to kind of deter us. You know, put us back on the couch, get us in that mindset of, ah, you know what, this is a little bit hard. I, I think I just need to stop doing this. Shit, and, I do that shit all the time. Yeah, well, you got to come out of that. And it's funny because what, what I was, you know, thinking uh, this morning and what I wrote my prayer around is this uh, this teaching CCD. I got to tell you, man, it's one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. I uh, started off, you know, it's very up and down, but more down than up. And, and I'm at that point right now where I'm feeling very, very discouraged by it. And it's funny because I'm reading this book about fasting and he goes into, you know, what to expect during the fast. And it was this one paragraph right here. And that's what I was going with when I started talking about the book. It says Satan would often try to take advantage of your physical condition to launch an attack. Discouragement is one of his weapons. And I was like, damn, that's that's where I'm at. Like, I'm feeling discouraged. It says guard against it by maintaining a spirit of praise. But yeah, it's that idea that, you know, once we start moving into a certain direction, like I say, he doesn't want to defeat us. He doesn't really necessarily need us to, you know, to praise him and, and do his bidding. He just needs us to not. It's not like know, in the movies. The nah, it's not like in the movies. Nah, it's not that serious to him. 
He's fine with just putting us on the bench. He doesn't need us to fight for him. He doesn't care. He just needs us to be like, you know what? This is too hard. I don't want to do it anymore. And then he's won. That's it. Then he moves on to the next one. So it's at those times where you got to dig in harder, you know, and That's dig into your prayer life, man. You working overtime on my ass. Oh, I feel you, man. I feel you. <laughs> send him, I'm gonna send so him I've been a there bill, many bro. times, man. I've been there many times. It's also, why, <laughs> it's also why it's important, man, to get yourself around community, man. Get around good people. They're going to help, you know, bring you up and encourage you. And this way, you, and, and, you know, like we always say, it's, it's nice to know we're not alone. You know, there's, there's others fighting that same battle. You know, the same way you having them dreams and, and feeling like it's getting harder. You know, like I said, I got the same things going over here. I started, you know, doing a little bit of fasting on my own. Uh, I, you know, fasted Wednesday because it was Ash Wednesday. Fasted all day, not till like eight o'clock. Then eat my dinner. You know, I'm fasting from meat throughout this whole season, so I'm doing just, you know, fish, veggies, carbs. That doesn't seem to be as challenging as I thought it would be. I thought that was going to be a lot harder for me, but then I, I added I was going to fast every Wednesday and Friday. That was a practice that was brought up. I don't remember when, but like the early 1900s, they made that like a thing. So, you know, I picked it mostly because Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. But Friday was was a challenge for me. The uh, the not eating and working at the same time. Um, you know, in a way, I'm ashamed to say it. At one point, I lost my cool and I, I power slammed my stool because I was having a rough time and I was you know, hungry and, and weakened and angry. You know, but that's that's you know, that's how it goes. They, it's, it's it's meant to to challenge you and you're, you're gonna fail a little bit and maybe do some things that you wish you didn't but you know when you get the chance you sit down you reflect on it and say all right next time it's gonna be a little better yeah that kind of happened a little bit last night i was losing my cool a little bit so my my wife my wife took me out on a date last night right so she told me about this a couple of days ago she's like saturday i'll take you out on a date so i ain't asked no questions yeah there's no questions in my head i said all right Whatever it is, roll with it. She's making the effort to do this. I'm not pushing her. To, this wasn't a conversation that was had. Oh, you don't take me nowhere, not like that. So we go yesterday on our date, and she got me driving out to Edison, my old job, by my old job. So we pulling up, and I it's like uh, we're top. They have like a top golf. So I'm like, oh, you taking me top golfing? Okay, okay, yeah, all right. And the whole time I'm looking at my clock, because it's like 8 o'clock when we got there, right? The whole time in the back of my head, I'm like, yo, 9 o'clock is the, the cutoff. I can't eat after 9 o'clock. I'm not breaking my fast just because she wants to take me on a date. And like, 9 o'clock is it. Turns out she took me to Supercharge, that racetrack in Edison, the world's oh, largest the goal, goal the track. Goal oh, nice. Yeah, so we get there, 15 minutes, try to find a parking spot. This place is a madhouse. It's a madhouse. We get in. They tell us at the door, gold cards are sold out for the night. Yeah, that sucks. So I'm, 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 I'm heated. I, you know, I'm heated. If y'all know me, I'm heated. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it cool. I'm keeping it inside. I'm just, you know, I know it's showing on my face. I'm keeping it inside. So she's like, well, we could do axe throwing. Uh, we can get a drink or two. I say, you do know it's 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 eight o'clock, right? And I, I can't eat after nine, right? So we get in this long line to get a table to sit down and eat. The chick says 45 minutes. 45 mm. minute wait to eat. I'm doing the calculation real quick. That leaves <laughs> me with 15 minutes to order and get the food and eat. 
I'm like, that's not going to happen. They're like, oh, well, you can go to the bar. You probably get served within 25 minutes. All right, go to the bar. Nowhere to sit at the bar. To my house. So we end up leaving. Now it's 8.30. Mm. I got 30 minutes before it's over. So she's saying, oh, we can eat here. We can eat there. We can eat here. I'm like, you do realize I got 30 minutes to eat, right? And I could see in her face like, damn, he's about to be pissed. <laughs> so we end up finding this. By the way, and this is a plug for this place. It was called Waki Japanese Ramen House. Mm. Little little hole in the wall spot off of like a little side strip at Edison, New Jersey. We get in there. It's like 8.40. They close at 9. The lady's like, we'll take care of you. Just say, you come in, we'll take care of you. So I order the food or whatever, and I'm just clock watching, clock watching, clock watching, <laughs> clock watching. I'm like, yo, I'm not breaking my fast for this. I get the food at like, it was like 8.55. So I have five yeah. minutes to eat. <laughs> you just inhaled that, huh? I broke, the ramen, yeah. <laughs> I broke the fast by like 20 minutes. Mm. So, but... Like, I was like, all right, well, I'm sitting there eating. I'm like, okay, 20 minutes. I broke the fast by 20 minutes. But that's not bad because I could just eat 20 minutes later. Instead of eating at 1, I just eat at 120. It'll still be the 17 hours and everything good. Yo, phenomenal. Yeah, that place looks real nice. I'm looking it up right now. They got, like, bone marrow and everything. Damn. They look legit. I ordered a smoked duck ramen noodles. Yeah, I started looking at the damn. Mm. My the chef brought it out. The chef brought it out and it was in one of them smoke domes. Oh nice. And then he opened up the dome. The smoke hit you. Man. So that did that make the night did that make the night all better or that made the night excellent. All right. All right. <laughs> we we so you, even, didn't, you didn't really lose she, your cool. She even, no, I was losing it. I was losing it. You were getting I was, close. I was there. Oh. See, but that, that's the yeah, thing, you, right? You were there like, talking with, with your, your jaw was clenched. Like, yo, you uh, know, I got a half hour before I can't eat no more. Like, you, yeah. Your brand is better. It was there. It was like 25% <laughs> there. It wasn't it wasn't 400 because I was really I went, trying to I, curve I, 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 went, I went 400. Yo. I, I body slammed my stool. And my stool wasn't even doing nothing. It just happened to be there <laughs> looking at me. Well, the the whole reason I didn't do I didn't want to go like crazy crazy because I mean it it was it ended up being a group date for the most of the date it was just her and I because they were eating somewhere else and then by time because then we did end up going to Top Golf but then we were sitting there for like almost two hours by ourselves waiting for them to finish eating and come up oh damn to the spot she you know I, the the whole time was more or less like you know she really put effort into. You know, keep it secretive and not tell me what she was taking me and and took me and took me. You know what I'm saying? Which yeah. is like the first time I think that she ever took me on a date. Um, so I I, I was fighting. I was fighting the devil. I was fighting mm. him to keep that that anger down. But yeah, man. I recommend all y'all go out there if you can. Yeah, I just looked that up. It, it looks but good, man. It's it looks worthy. good. That's what yes. it is. You was hungry and you was you was like just. You hangry, yo. That's what it was. Yeah, I mean, it was, you, you didn't, you didn't, rare. you didn't have a moment, so that was good, yo. You didn't have a moment, you know. So, I mean, it, it's funny though. It, it's funny though because like, I think back on certain situations where like, 
shit like that happened, and then you come out of pocket, and then shit works out anyway in the end. So it's like, yeah, why well, come out of pocket? You just kind of got to keep, just keep that woosa, woosa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It, it'll work itself out, yo. It'll work itself out one way or another, yo. I mean, that's what I've been yeah, trying to tell so... myself lately, yo. Because lately, yo. Yeah. Yeah. It's not looking good for the home team, yo. It's not looking good for the home team. I've been, I've been back by Mike quite often this this past week, yo. Quite often. Yeah. You boy, you boys. I mean, I'm doing good. You know, I'm here with a smile on my face, but I'm definitely going through it. So you having them dreams? I'm having I'm having my own my own demons coming at me, yo. Yeah, he working hard. Yeah, they work extra hard. Yeah, I guess we doing too good right now. That's what it is. I don't know. Yeah. Tell you what, though, man. Throw some prayer in with that fasting. I think it's going to make a difference, man. I'll be praying. I'll be like, yeah. dear Lord, please keep me from strangling this motherfucker in front of you. That counts as a prayer, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess it does. It does. For me, I That's was just thinking, you what I No, so I wanted to check out that book. It's, it's, it's really good, man. But man, what were you saying? You were thinking what? Now, for me, I'm just good. It's going to be nice today. I'm just going to go out to the skate park and just fucking abuse my body. That's the way I deal with it. You know? Yeah. That's the way I do it. You know, I was, I was listening to something the other day, and they explained. Um, and, it's, and, it's, see, and it's weird, man, because my life always has these themes that pop up. Almost like a message to me, man. You know, whether it's for me or for somebody else. But so I was listening to this thing the other day, and the, the guy was talking about the, the reason why. Right. When we have these like things going on in our mental, the reason why we tend to like want to do something physical, you know, whether it be skating or working out, whatever the case is, is because it slows us down. Like we don't we don't realize it, but that's what it does. Right. So let's say you have a million things going on in your mind. Right. So I'll use your skating, for example. Let's say you have a million things going on in your mind and you skate and you about to hit this rail or jump off these stairs. You're really going to be thinking about. Damn, bro, I don't believe this shit happened the other day. Or you're going to be like, yo, let me make sure I don't hurt myself on this rail, right? So what you're doing by doing this physical activity is you're slowing your mind down to focus on, like, the one thing. And the reason why I say this about the themes is yesterday at the men's ministry, that that concept came came about. I forget how. But the one gentleman was saying what he started doing was journaling. And he goes, the reason being is I could only write one thought as a time he goes i could think a million half thoughts he goes but when i write he goes you can only write so fast he goes so you would see in my journal that he goes you could tell when i first started doing it my writing would like dig through like pages and i would be writing i can't write fast enough to get my thoughts out he goes but more and more it was as i practiced it he goes it it slowed me down and it helped me focus on one thought at a time and that's what the whole idea about this physical activity when we got because my thing is like i feel the same way when i start having like real heaviness on me i'm like well i gotta go for a run or i gotta go in the back and hit the weights and that's what it does and we don't realize that it's doing that you know now yeah. we might you know because we, we we have that knowledge that's what it does it slows us down and it's crazy now we like, have to that makes so much sense that's such a basic like yeah. idea and you never quite think about it you like know that. and now now that we're talking about it out loud i probably kind of should have realized it because i had read a book a while back i forgot which one it was but it was saying that you know like sometimes when somebody concentrating they'll like bite their lip or something like that yeah i watch like, you do it all the time when you're working on the yeah. car, you know? <laughs> so the point behind that is the the part of your brain that manages concentration 
and motor skills, I believe, is the same part of your brain. So when you're trying to concentrate on something, your brain is trying to prevent other things from going on because it can't work both. It can't use your motor skills and, and, and the other part at the same time. So it has something to do with, you know, kind of reducing the amount of movement in your in your body so your brain can think more and then vice versa. If you're trying to, you know, move more, you can't sit there and have this deep, you know, philosophical thought process because you, you need that part of your brain to get your motor skills going. Oh, very interesting. So, you, the brain, so your man. brain be like, no, no, uh, 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 we're working on Yeah, your brain's right like, yo, pick one, pick one. Up, and it's wait, funny, wait. right? Because because us, right, as people, we think like you got to multitask, right? You got to do a million and one things at once because if you not, that means you ain't good enough. But yet the brain is like, nah, 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 pick one, bro. You thinking or are you lifting that weight? Which one you doing? Because we ain't doing both. You decide now or we just going to drop the weight on you. See, I'm nervous to work out right now because I don't feel like I have a lot of energy from the way I'm eating and yeah. I don't want to hurt myself. So I was going to start working out on the first because I was going to end the fasting, but I'm kind of curious now if this whole 60, what was this, 63 days? Yeah. 63 days changes. It really creates the habit from that book. So I'm yeah. thinking I might want to try to... um. Do the six yeah, I mean, what you, I mean, you could, but yeah. also what you could do, like the, the there's a fast or the idea of fasting in the sense of like just reduced calories. So instead of reducing the window of time you're eating, just eat less at each meal. Like there's a quote in this book, and it's actually from like early 1900s type joint where a doctor says let me look it up so i don't mess it up because i just read it so it's not gonna be too far nick you see my pen i saw it like, it like a, it's a piece of wood like a branch it's a branch is that from it is <laughs> all right so i found it all right so this this was a this was a 700 year old quote by an egyptian doctor right check this out it says, man eats too much. Thus, he lives on only a quarter of what he consumes. The doctors, however, live on the remaining three quarters. That's very interesting. He even, I mean, this book is written back in the 70s. Uh, and he even stands to, to reason that there are more, pe- and, and now it's almost even more prevalent, but he feels there are more people that are sick due to over, overindulgence rather than people who are sick from starvation this, this whole idea of fasting man has really really been on my mind for a long time man like a real long time and not even for the like the physical aspects of it like i'm not really trying to like get that six pack or you know get slimmed down you know my my thing has always been you know fasting in regards to like the the mental benefits from it and after reading this book um I'm even leaning more towards, you know, the mental and the, and the spiritual benefits of it. But there's so many physical benefits of, of simply just not eating in the manner of which, you know, the, the average American person eats. It's just insane. Like, I don't know, man. It's like I said, it's just something that's really interested me for a long time. And I'm, I'm starting and it's, to do only some here. research on it. We only like that here in the States. Because you go to that the mad country, diet, man, that modern American like, uh, diet. They give you like a croissant and that's your breakfast over here. We'd be like, yo, 
with the rest of the shit, with the bacon, with the eggs, with the hash browns. Like, you know I mean? Well, like, I, I was having this conversation just the other day. I worked with Joe because I told him about my desire to, to give up meat for lunch. Part of it is to kind of get some creativity in my meal planning with the family. And he was like, yeah, you know, I thought you know about doing that. He goes, or even with the Fridays, he goes, but I'll go sometimes like four or five days without having meat. He's like, you know, you don't eat meat every meal. I'm like, you don't eat meat every meal. I was like, that's like the staple in a Hispanic household. Yeah. Like the very first thing when we go to plan a meal, what do we do? We open the freezer, see what meat we have. The meat comes out, bah, puts that on the counter, and then you build the rest of the meal. Yeah, I'm like every meal, like if you look at my menu on my fridge, the first thing written on every day is what meat we're eating. It's pork with bah, chicken wings with bah. You know what I mean? It's like that's all I do. I I, I plan the meat and I plan the meal. I'm like, Joe, if you hand me a dinner with no meat, in my mind, that's not a complete dinner. You know, and I'm trying to break that that idea in, in, in myself and within my family. You know, it's funny, like, I can't even imagine, like, what dinner would not have meat. Like, how, I'm trying to think Like, for head. example, like, like the other night he said what they had was his wife made a nice lentil soup with bruschetta on the side. So the lentil, you get your protein from the lentils. I love lentils. I wish I knew how to cook them. I, I should try. But you get your protein from the lentils, which is a very good source of protein. And then you have your, your little crostinis with the bruschettas, like your carbs and whatnot. And then that's a meal. To but me, I feel like even that would that's have an meat, appetizer. Right? Wouldn't, wouldn't ham be in that? Yeah, I wouldn't think that. No, not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, mom would make it with ham, and most people probably do. But you can have, because, I mean, vegetarians, the lentils are one of their big staples for their protein. You know, beans, lentils, all that stuff. So you would have that as your protein Yeah, but protein that doesn't source. seem like a dinner to me, though, yo. That's like well, because like, that's because that's how that's not how we to were me, brought that's up. like making like Lipton noodles with like with crackers. You know what I mean? Like that's just something. Yeah, that but I can't. So you eat like perfect example. You know, I'm doing the the pescatarian route, and you know, fish is very expensive. Like you got to see some of the size of the fish that I I get. Uh, these that's bags. What she said, yo. I don't know if you saw my plate that I had the other day on my story. Why is that? Yeah, I seen it. <laughs> that that it was a nice looking plate. I did a very good job. Let me say. But you saw how small that, <laughs> that yeah. I don't to, you know, I'm a little bit tight from the workout, so I can't pat myself on the back. I'm but sorry. That, uh, the plate and the fish doesn't look very big. And my first thought was, I'm going to eat this and still be hungry. And I'll tell you what, though, you get the right source of food. And the it, right plate like, size? I, well, no, I'm saying, because, like, fish is a very clean protein it, it's, it's yeah. predominantly protein so like that little bit of fish i ate it and i was yeah, but it tastes terrible no no the mahi mahi was good the mahi Wait, there was the one fish what happened to my voice you heard that yo what the hell um you was you was thinking of back when you ate the fish That's no there was what was that yeah it was yo, it was banging it was the only fish that didn't taste like fish mahi mahi that was because I remember we had it at your house, and I was like, "Yo, that actually doesn't taste like." Yeah, no, that's fish. that's fine. might, but the only thing is that that's very expensive. No, yeah, of it's course. very expensive. The one type of fish that I like is expensive. Well, I guess I won't be eating that shit. A, a meatless meal in my house is because we do the food, the food, the thing. I'm not gonna say the name because they don't give me no money towards it. Um, is they like they're very easy nah, to get sponsors nah, with them. They kiss my ass. They can't even get <laughs> orders right. Um, <laughs> it'll be something like roasted broccoli, roasted carrots, a bowl of rice, and a fried egg on the top. And let me tell you, it's quite filling. And some kind of a sauce. 
make some kind of a sauce. Yeah, it's when Last you, when you start mixing like, that that variety. When you when you get more nutrients on your plate, that's what the whole trick is. See, for me, yeah. like I'm eating this meal of pizza. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I mean, that's what we normally do now, because you know during that's Lent it. you can't eat meat on Fridays. So that's what we've done all these years. It's been Pizza Friday at the Marin household. So that you know, I'm trying to kind of steer away from that i want to create like other avenues of these meatless meals and so, you know some of it too though is, is also finding things that you know the kids are going to eat you know it's not just about uh, what i'm going to eat and what i like you know it's it's trying to find things that the kids are going to eat my wife's going to eat you know it's trying to it's to, difficult to, it ain't easy it is you know because you know because i'm at that point right and you know at some point everybody's going to get there but you're at a point where you know we're doing the work we're trying to improve ourselves and it comes a point where it's like, you know, I can't just keep doing this on the solo. You know, like I got to start finding ways to improve myself and improve my family at the same time. Like if I'm just doing this sitting at the kitchen table by myself every morning, journaling, reading and, and creating my own meal plans and trying to get myself to be the best I can. But my family's, you know, off to the wayside, trying to trying to learn on their own and, and try to figure things out. Like, what am I really doing? You know, so that's where I'm at now. It's kind of like, all right, so I want to try to find a, a better way for me to eat and for me it's easy i could do the fish jam because i like fish but it's like my kids ain't gonna eat fish my wife isn't gonna eat fish so i have to learn other meatless options or other diet you know dietary options for them to to broaden their horizon on what they're eating i could very easily back i right, well i could just do veggies and fish you know and i'm good you know my diet is better i'm feeling great i'm feeling fantastic but then my kids still sitting there eating hot cheetos it's like so what am i doing really like nothing if I'm not sharing the information or passing it on to a way that they can grow, then what's the point of me doing this? You know what I mean? That's, so that's like, where I'm at right now. You know, right about that. it's very, it's very hard. And, and you know, like I said, once you start getting into that that next gear, that second realm, that's when that's when the evil one wants to be like, oh, so you're gonna try to step up? Let me knock you down a little bit. You know, that's when you start getting discouraged. You start feeling like you ain't enough. You start feeling like I can't do this. It's too hard. It's you know, I, I was better off where I was before. Let me take it back. Nah, you got to resist that and just keep on going, man. And and, and find your people. Find find who's going to hold you up, who's going to help you with some knowledge. You know, get get your crew around you. Like that book I, I've been reading, which I'm almost done. You know, that that get, gets your rescue, man. That's, you know, that's where I'm at, man. That's where I'm at. It ain't easy, though. I'm just trying to make it, yo. That's all <laughs> I'm doing right now. I just trying just to make keep, it by, yo. Yeah. Everybody's at different levels, man. It don't, you know. It's all the same though. Like we all different, but we all the same. We all trying to. I was thinking about that yesterday. It's like I, I just want to get through this shit, yo. That's all I want. <laughs> like at this point, it's like that's all I want. It's just want to make it through this shit. Hey, you know what? Piece. At some point in our lives, though, we all at that same point where we just trying to get through, get through the storm. Well, they say it's to cleanse you, right? Well, it's just just to mold you and and build you into what's needed from you. You know, it's just that idea of you know going into the wilderness you know you read exodus and they, they took the israelites you know they could have took a direct route right to the, the promised land and taken it but they weren't ready so they had to go through the wilderness they had to go through the struggle they had to go through you know being hungry being dirty being lost so that when they got to the promised land they were more appreciative they were built for the attacks that would come to them they were built to withstand what was required of them to live in the promised land and to prosper in the promised land. If they just got there 
you know, once, you know, once the other tribes came to fight them, they weren't to be strong enough to withstand them. They would have lost it within a day. Maybe they that's what they would have. What? They would have more people. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but you're missing the point. The, the point is, it's, it's the, it's that it's the forging, man. It's, it's the building. Well, like, no, you know, yeah. there, there's that there's that saying, right? Iron sharpens iron, right? Everybody likes to use that saying, right? Iron, iron sharpens iron. I can't even say that word right, but you know, and, and it's it's that whole everybody iron says that, and it's all cool, iron. right? It sounds real cool, right? You ever you ever see a blade get forged? You ever see the amount of heat and beating yeah, a that a blade goes through before it becomes a work of art? Like you 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 get a piece of iron, piece of metal. And you create a sword out of it. The process that it needs to go through to become that sword yeah, is the heat, brutal. The hammer, the cooling. It is brutal. So that that concept of, you know, iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. It's not just, oh, you know, come on, let's go do this workout together. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, pass you the way you pass me. Yeah. No, it's, it's you getting beat down. You're getting beat down. You're getting burnt. You're getting dragged. You're getting, you know what I mean? Like... You're getting stuffed in the water. You get you're drowning. It's it's like it's it's work. It is Before not you just even get to that part where you get the sharp. Yeah, like, yeah <laughs> like, exactly. And you're not even getting sharp yet. You still getting formed. You still getting forged. It's like, bro, we ain't even got to the sharpening yet. But that's that's the whole. You know, that's the process, man. It's you gotta go through some stuff, man. You know, and I thought about it the other but morning. But when do we stop going through stuff, man? Like that. That's what I'm looking for. Here. Like, <laughs> when did this shit end, me? Like, <laughs> you know what, though, man? Like, really, if you really yeah. think about it, right? So I'm in the shower the other morning, and I'm thinking about, you know, this Lenten promise that I'm making about the the fasting and abstaining from meat. And how I'm hoping for it to, to you know, strengthen me spiritually, mentally, you know, bring me closer to, to what I need to be. And it just kind of hit me, man. It was like, you know what? Uh, on top of everything, like, I need to first be truly, truly grateful that I have to manufacture some of these, what's the word I'm looking for? Manufacture these struggles in my Challenges. life. Yes, like I have to create these struggles and challenges. Like I have to go to the gym in order to create that physical struggle. I have to resist eating in order to create that that strength against my temptations. Like I have to create all this. But there's tons of people in the world that don't have the choice to create all this. There are people in the world that wake up and they're like, well, I got to go traverse this mountain for three days and hopefully at the other side of it, I might have something to eat. And here I am, you know, waking up at, at 4 a.m. Like, ah, oh, man, it's kind of cold outside, bro, but let me go do it. It's like somebody's doing that because they have to. Like when you really think about that, like when you really think about that, you know, I, I ain't eating today because I, I chose not to. Well, you know what? There's somebody not eating today because they can't. Yeah. Like when you really like think about like just thinking about it right now, like it's almost like, it's breaking my heart. It's bringing me to tears. It's like, yeah, I'm some tough badass, right? Because I'm getting up at 4 a.m. to work out, and, and I'm not eating today because I chose that. Yeah, it's so damn tough. There's somebody who does that shit every day and still wakes up with a damn smile. Like, I'm just happy to be alive. Yeah, maybe I'll eat later. It's okay. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I ain't shit compared to somebody who has to do Like, yeah, I'm choosing to do this, but that don't make me no special. That don't make me any better. 
there's people that are going through this every day because that is their life. Not because they chose to, not because they want to get stronger. It's because, no, they're trying to survive their life. So you take that into consideration and you're like, well, you know what, man? Like, I'm going to do that shit for them because they're doing it out of, out of necessity. You know, if they doing out in the sussy and they waking up every day and they still smiling and they still having, you know, that joy for life, then shit, who the hell am, am I to not have that same joy for life? You know, it's like, it's it's just, like I said, it hit me, man, and it just kind of just put a whole lot of stuff into perspective, man. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, that, that kind of made me think about some stuff uh, a little differently myself right now. So you always got to have that attitude of gratitude, man. It's always There's always something to, to be happy about. Always something to be grateful for, you know. Not even happy. Yeah, just, I, don't, I don't know about happy. It's grateful. Yeah, not happy. Situation. I'm not happy about it, but I'm grateful that I'm, great. I, you know, I have it. <laughs> and and just having that that trust and that awareness that you know what this is is building and forging me into what I am needed to be for the people that need me in my life, one way or another. You may not see it now. You may not see it tomorrow. But one way or another, everything we go through builds us into who we need to be and for that alone we need to be grateful man very well said very well said still don't make it any easier to move back into mom and dad's house (laughs) yeah definitely not looking forward to that (laughs) That, that's been a lot of my struggle lately it's like i know how i'm gonna be once i get in there yo like it's it's totally gonna be like it's 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 already fucking me up mentally and i haven't even moved in there yet yeah, it's gonna be a little bit. Maybe, maybe it won't be like you think it's gonna be. Oh, it is. So it maybe is. Maybe you need to. It, maybe you need to change. They change the narrative of it. It's definitely gonna be what I think it's gonna be. I, I'm going to be. I have to. Re, I have to re. Uh, I have to reevaluate some things in my life and where I put my energy. And it's gonna take a lot of a lot of effort to prevent sliding from this. Yo, it's just because like it. Like I. I'm going to stay in a room in my parents' house. Not like it's. I, I'm I'm essentially right now I'm homeless. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's really what it boils down to. I'm essentially I'm homeless. I'm I'm gonna stay with my parents and but I mean I can't do shit. I'm just gonna be working my face off. You know what I mean? Because it's not like I can be like, oh yeah, why don't you guys come over or hang out? Well, I'll make some dinner for you guys. You know what I mean? It's like I, I can't. I'm in my parents' house. You know what I mean? It's like so. But who who do you who is it like? You say that as if that's what you was doing regularly, having people come over and you was making dinner for them. No, but I wanted to. I want to hang out with people. You know what I mean? And I, and I can't because of my situation. You just can't right now. So that should be the motivation. But that's what I'm saying, though. To get it's you like, going. It's like that I'm going into this now. And it's like, I got... You can't say you homeless because homeless is on the street. You're right. And you You're ain't right. on the street. You're right. So you got to take the... You got to just look through the, the better of it. <clears throat> focus on that and not focus on... Yeah, I, I, I said, you, should, to... you know, use it as an example. Uh, not an example. Use it as an opportunity to find these areas of growth <clears throat> outside of the house, right? You know, I told him he could, he could get himself a gym membership, you know, and actually go to the gym, spend like an hour or so there doing different things, you know. Um, go, go to the library. Look at a couple books. You, know, uh, you don't have to read the whole book. I mean, there's there's a lot of things you can do, man. He's like, ah, no, but I mean, I'm serious. Yeah, but that's though, the man, thing, cause... though. It's like it's like I, I I it's like I don't. It's I put it this way: to be out and about and like doing okay. shit. Exactly. So let me explain something to you, right? Your tendency, your natural desire, is to just you know chill out at the house, right? And and we just spent about a good ten minutes 
talking about going through the wilderness to prepare you for what's next. What if what you get next does not need this version of Nick? Does not need this Nick 1.0 that likes to chill out at the house? What if what if what you have coming to you needs you to be more outgoing, more let me go out and do this? And that's what this is creating you to be, right? So, you know, you could have yeah. this last part out if you want, but so let's just let's hypothetically speaking, right? It's gonna let's be just throw, let's throw out a scenario. Let's, let's throw <laughs> out a yeah, no, but he, he might decide not to, but let's throw out a scenario, right? You don't know what's gonna happen. This could be your wilderness. This could be well, and maybe it's not even her. Maybe that was a bad example. Maybe it's somebody else you meet that's gonna put you to another level in your life. But you need to go through this right now. Because it's going to change you into a different person. It's going to change you into somebody like, yeah, you know what? I like to be home and do things, but I also have this other spot of me now. This other part that, you know, enjoys working out a little bit, enjoys doing this, enjoys doing that. Has a little bit of knowledge from the time I spent in the library, whatever the case is. But it's taking you out of what you're used to. You're used to sitting home and chilling at the house, right? The Israelites was used to being fed by the Egyptians. They were used to having their days set for them. And God took them out and said, you know, I got something better for you. But I can't just send you there because this is what you're used to. So I got to send you this way. I got to put you through this struggle to change you. And then what I have here is much better than what you had here. But we can't just go right here. We got to go this way because you're not ready yet. We're going to change you. It's just, you know. Just think about it, man. It's just, like I said, I know it ain't easy, man, but it ain't meant to be. It ain't meant to be easy, and we ain't meant to know what's next, man. We just meant to to have trust and faith in what's to come. So, yeah, I guess we're going to wrap it up here. We're going to, you know, it's going to be a fun one to edit. Uh, <laughs> so, like we say every week, the most valuable thing you give anybody is your time. We appreciate everyone that gave their time to uh, sit down with us and listen to us chop it up. Till next week, stay up, stay blessed. We love y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.